Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. This is Harriet and I will be your reader today. Sunday, the 14th of January or the 4th of Shabbat on the Hebrew calendar. We have a new week, and this week's parasha is called Bo, which means come. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus, or Shemot, chapter 10, verse 1 through verse 11. Before we start reading, please join me in blessing and thanking the Lord for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Go to Paro, because I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, so that I might show these my signs in their midst and so that you may tell your son and your grandchildren what I have done in Mitzrayim, as well as my signs that I did among them, so you may know that I am the Lord. So Moshe and Aharon went to Paro and said to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. How long would you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go so they may serve me. Or else, if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your borders. Then they will cover the face of the earth so that no one will be able to see the ground. They will eat the remainder of what escaped, whatever is left from the hail, and eat every tree that grows for you out in the field. Your houses will be filled, as will the houses of all your servants and the houses of all the Egyptians, as neither your fathers nor your grandfathers have seen since the day they were on the earth until today. Then he turned and went out from Paro. Paro's servants said to him, How long will this man be a snare to us? Send the men so they may serve the Lord their God. Don't you realize that Mitzrayim is being destroyed? So Moshe and Aharon were brought to Paro again. Go, serve the Lord your God, he said. But who will be going? Moshe answered, 
We will go with our young and our elderly, our sons and our daughters. We will go with our flocks and our herds, for we must have the Lord's feast for him. But he said to them, So may the Lord be with you, if I ever do let you go with your little ones. See clearly now, evil is in your face. Not so. Go now, the men, and serve the Lord. For that's what you were seeking. Then they were driven out from Paro's presence. That was Exodus 10, 1 through 11. And from our portion of the prophets, we will read 2 Samuel chapter 19. The king was shaken, so he went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. As he walked, he cried, My son of Shalom, O my son, my son of Shalom, if only I had died instead of you, of Shalom, my son, my son. Then Yoav was told, Look, the king is weeping and mourning over Avshalom. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the troops, for the troops heard it said that day, The king is grieving over his son. So the troops entered into the city stealthily that day, like troops who are ashamed after running away in battle. The king covered his face and cried with a loud voice, My son of Shalom, O oh of Shalom, my son, my son. Then Yoav came into the house to the king and said, Today you have humiliated all your servants, who this day have saved your life, the lives of your sons and daughters, and the lives of your wives and the lives of your concubines, by loving those who hate you and hating those who love you. For you have shown today that officers and officials are nothing to you. For today I realize that it, if Avshalom were alive and all of us were dead, then it would have pleased you well. So now, arise, go out and speak to the heart of your servants. For I swear by the Lord that if you do not go out, not a single man will stay with you tonight. And that would be worse for you than all the evil that has befallen you from your youth until now. So the king arose and sat in the gate. When they told all the troops, saying, See, the king is sitting at the gate, all the troops presented themselves before the king. Meanwhile, Israel had fled each man to his tent. All the people throughout all the tribes of Israel were at strife, saying, The king delivered us from the hand of our enemies, and he saved us from the hand of the Philistines. Yet now he had to flee from the land because of Avshalom. But Avshalom, whom we anointed over us, has died in battle. So why are we silent about restoring the king? Then King David sent word to Tzadok and Aviatar de Koanim, saying, Speak to the elders of Yehuda, saying, Why should you be the last to bring the king back to his palace? The talk of all Israel had reached the king at his residence. You are my kinsmen, my bone and my flesh. 
Why then should you be the last to bring back the king? Also say to Amasa, Are you not my bone and my flesh? May God do so to me, and even more, if you do not become my army commander before me continually in place of Yoav. Thus he turned the heart of all the men of Yehuda as one man, and they sent word to the king, Come back, you and all your servants. So the king returned and reached the Yarden. Meanwhile, Yehuda came to Gilgal in order to meet the king, to escort the king over the Yarden. Then Shimei, son of Gerah, the Benjamite who was from Bahurim, hurried and came down to the men of Yehuda to meet King David, accompanied by a thousand men of Benjamin. Also Tziva, the servant of Shaul's household, with his fifteen sons and twenty slaves, rushed to the Yarden ahead of the king. They ferried across the ford to bring the king's household, and they did whatever seemed good in his eyes. Now Shimei, son of Gerah, fell down before the king when he was crossing over the Yarden. So he implored the king, Let my lord not hold me guilty, and not remember the iniquity that your servant committed on the day my lord the king left Jerusalem. Let the king not take it to his heart, for your servant knows that I have sinned. So behold, I have come today the first of all the house of Yosef to go down to meet my lord the king. But Avishai, son of Zeruiah, answered and said, Shouldn't Shimei be put to death for this? Because he cursed the Lord's anointed. But David said, What have I to do with you sons of Zeruiah, that you should be my adversary today? Should any man be put to death in Israel this day? Don't I know that today I am king over Israel? Then the king said to Shimei, You shall not die. And the king swore it to him. Then Mephibosheth, son of Shaul, came down to meet the king. Now he had neither dressed his feet, nor trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes from the day the king departed until the day he came home in Shalom. Now it came to pass when he came from Jerusalem to meet the king. The king asked him, Why did you not go with me, Mephibosheth? My lord the king, my own servant, deceived me, he answered. For your servant had said, I will saddle a donkey for myself, ride on it and go with the king, because your servant is lame. However, he has slandered your servant to my lord the king. But my lord the king is like an angel of God. So do what is good in your eyes. For all my father's household deserved only death at the hand of my lord the king. Yet you set your servant among those eating at your own table. What right do I have yet to cry to the king? Then the king said to him, Why do you still speak of your affairs? I have decreed you and Siva shall divide the land. So let him take all, Mephibosheth replied to the king. 
as long as my lord the king has come back to his own home in Shalom. Then Barzillai the Gilidite came down from Rogelim, and he approached the Yarden with the king to escort him over the Yarden. Now Barzillai was a very aged man, eighty years old, and he had provided for the king during his residence at Mahanaim, for he was a very wealthy man. The king said to Barzillai, Cross over with me, and I will provide for you with me in Jerusalem. But Barzillai said to the king, How many years are left on my life that I should go up with the king to Jerusalem? I am now eighty years old. Can I distinguish between good and bad? Can your servant taste what I eat and what I drink? Can I listen any more to the voice of singing men and women? Why then should your servant yet be a burden to my lord the king? Your servant would merely cross over the Jordan with the king. But why should the king reward me with such a reward? Please, let your servant go back and let me die in my own hometown, near the grave of my father and my mother. But look, here is your servant Chimham. Let him cross over with my lord the king and do for him what seems good in your eyes. The king answered, Chimham will cross over with me, and I will do for him what seems good in your eyes. Whatever you ask of me, I will do for you. When all the people had crossed over the Yarden, and as the king was about to cross over, the king kissed Barzillai and blessed him. So he returned to his own place. Then the king crossed over to Gilgal, and Chimham and all the people of Yehuda crossed over with him, and also half the people of Israel escorted the king over. Then all the men of Israel came to the king and said to him, Why did our brothers, the men of Yehuda, steal you away by escorting the king and his household over the Yarden, along with all David's men that were with him? Then all the men of Yehuda answered the men of Israel, Because the king is our close relative. So why are you angry over this matter? Have we eaten at all at the king's cost? Or has he given us any gifts? Then the men of Israel answered the men of Yehuda and said, We have ten shares in the king, so in David we have even more than you. Why then did you despise us? Weren't we the first to speak of restoring our king? Yet the words of the men of Yehuda were harsher than the words of the men of Israel. That was Second Samuel or Shmuel chapter 19. Now we have the writings and we will read Psalm or Telim 86. A Prayer of David Turn your ear, Lord, and answer me, for I am weak and needy. Watch over my soul, for I am godly. You are my God. Save your servant who trusts in you. Be gracious to me, my Lord, for to you I cry all day. 
gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, my Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, my Lord, are good and ready to forgive and full of mercy to all who call upon you. Give ear, Lord, to my prayer. Listen to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I call upon you, for you will answer me. There is none like you among the gods. My Lord, there are no deeds like yours. All nations you have made will come and bow down before you, my Lord, and they will glorify your name. For you are great and do wonders. You alone are God. Teach me your way, Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart to fear your name. I praise you, O Lord my God, with my whole heart, and glorify your name forever. For great is your loving kindness toward me. You have delivered my soul from the lowest part of Sheol. God, the proud have risen up against me, and a gang of ruthless people have sought my life, and have not set you before them. But you, my Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and full of love and truth. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. Make me a sign for good so that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed. For you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. That was Psalm 86. And our final portion from the Apostolic Writings will be Luke chapter 12, verse 1 through verse 34. Meanwhile, when thousands of people had gathered, so many that they were trampling one another, Yeshua began speaking first to his disciples. Be on guard yourselves against the chametz of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. There is nothing covered up that will not be revealed, and nothing hidden that will not be made known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the light, and what you have spoken in private rooms will be proclaimed from the housetops. I say to you, my friends, you should not be afraid of those who kill the body, since after this they have nothing more they can do. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear the one who, after the killing, has authority to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, fear this one. Aren't five sparrows being sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten before God. Indeed, even the hairs of your head are all numbered. So do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Now I tell you, whoever acknowledges me before men, the Son of Man also will acknowledge him before the angels of God. But the one who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. 
And everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven, but the one who slanders the Ruach HaKodesh will not be forgiven. And when they bring you to the synagogues, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you should defend yourself or what you should say, because the Ruach HaKodesh will teach you at that time what is necessary to say. Then someone from the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide inheritance with me. But Yeshua said to him, Man, who made me a judge or arbitrator over you? Then he said to them, Watch out, be on guard against all kinds of greed, because one's life does not consist in the abundance of the material goods he possesses. And Yeshua told them a parable, saying, The land of a certain rich man produced good crops. And he began thinking to himself, saying, What shall I do? I don't have a place to store my harvest. And he said, Here's what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build larger ones, and there I'll store all my grain and my goods. And I'll say to myself, O oh, my soul, you have plenty of goods saved up for many years, so take it easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, tonight your soul is being demanded back from you, and what you have prepared, whose will that be? So it is with the one who stores up treasure for himself and is not rich in God. Then Yeshua said to his disciples, So I say to you, do not worry about life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will wear. For life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, they do not sow or reap, they have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. How much more valuable you are than birds. And which of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? So if you cannot do even something very little, why do you worry about other things? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his glory was clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass in the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, then how much more will he clothe you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not seek what you will eat and what you will drink, and do not keep worrying. For all the nations of the world strive after these things, but your Father knows that you need these things. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things shall be added to you. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father chose to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and do tzedakah. Make money pouches for yourselves that do not get old a treasure in the heavens that never runs out, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. 
That was Luke 12, 1 through 34. And that concludes our reading of scriptures for today. However, if you are reading through the Apostolic Writings or the New Testament twice this year, you would also read Philippians chapter 1 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a Shavuot of a blessed new week. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.